Hey shit talkers, welcome to Talk Shit With P. So obviously, I'm P of Talk Shit With P and I am such a shit talker that I had to create my own fucking stage. <laughs> my podcast is a safe space to talk all the shits of this shitty world and believe me, this is a shitty world with lots of shit to talk about. I sometimes shit talk by myself and no, I'm not crazy. And other times, well, most of the times, I'm joined by... I'm joined by incredible individuals who do all the shit talking. Well, not all, but most of the shit talking. And talk shit with people, we laugh, we cry, we cuss a lot. But most important, we learn something. Well, at least I do. And I would hope so do you. So grab a drink and join the party. So tell me a little bit about yourself, Sarah, and, and what brought you here today. Yeah, um, so I'm actually a podcast producer and host. I'm hosting a show called Breathing Wind, which has been around for a couple of years now. And it's about it, mostly difficult conversations. It started off that way. Um, and it's it's been evolving into like more expert style conversations, but um, grief, loss, change, healing, all of the aspects around that. So, um, so I was really interested in this conversation. <laughs> um, but we're bringing, oh, good. <laughs> what brings me here is, can you hear us, Michael? I can hear you guys now. Yeah. Can you? Yay! <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Here. It I have like no idea today. what the issue was. It, um, I just put my earbuds in, and for some reason, it wasn't connecting with the my other speakers, my external. But we're good now. All right. All right. Perfect. So sorry, Sarah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, yeah, my apologies. What inspired also. you to start your show? Yeah. Um, so I. I lost my dad um, to cancer in 2016, and I didn't feel that people enough people were having conversations about grief around parent loss at that time. I think it's changed a lot now, <laughs> but I wanted to I wanted to kind of address that community of people in their 20s and 30s who had lost parents. It just felt like an anchor had had left me. Um, and that's really what inspired me. He was always about community and conversations and growth. And I, um, I also wanted to connect with community. And it's just been so wonderful, such a lovely and profound experience, especially season one, which was more about stories and holding space for other people while I was processing grief. And season two has been a little bit more of an expert focus. Um, while I'm processing healing, <laughs> every year has a different theme that kind of aligns with my process too. Oh, that's really beautiful. And you're, it's called Breathing Wind, you said? Yes. Breathing Wind, wow. wow. Yeah, Michael, um, so Michael can speak for his podcast. It's called Before You Go. I don't know if you had a chance to hear um, him speak this morning. Um, and I spoke before him as well. Mine is called Alive. So it's not just mental health focused, but I do have an open forum for a lot of really hard conversations around grief, loss, um, traumatic experiences, 
um, just really to give not only my guests, but also the audience, right? To really give people voice, right? And have a platform where people can feel, like you said, these conversations are not happening often. And even in our own homes, right? People don't necessarily understand us the way we need to be understood, right? Even friends and family sometimes have a hard time really offering that safe space that I feel like we sometimes need as we're processing grief, so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did go to Michael's. I didn't make it to yours, Jessica. I'm in I'm in the Bay Area, so it was just oh, a little bit too early. early for me. <laughs> it was too early for me too, and I'm in Florida. So. <laughs> but I did I did download um, your talk that you have on your website, and I watched that last night just to see a little bit more of where you're coming from. So I appreciated that. I love the acronym. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I also posted, um, I just did after I did the talk, I posted the link to the presentation. So if you want to go there, it'll just open a Google Drive link. You don't have to put your email or anything. Um, You can just go there and download the talk. So thanks. You're welcome. All right, Jennifer. Hello. Welcome. I know I had issues letting you in, so glad glad you kept trying to come back. <laughs> Good to have you here. Can you hear us? Give her a moment. Um, so anyway, um, I really wanted to bring uh, Michael on because he has a different approach, I think, to, to healing um, than I do. Mine is, I feel like, more about life and, and Michael's is more about processing right grief before you go. Um, so I thought it would be a really good dynamic to kind of have uh, both of us here and then you ladies as podcasters or anyone joining um, have a chance to just ask us questions about hosting the podcast or Sarah, I know you mentioned transitioning from story to more of an expert format. And if you have any questions around that, um, Michael and I are here here for you. This is kind of more of a deep dive time where you get to talk to us and it's not just about watching a presentation, but really getting a chance to engage in community. So. Well, thank you for holding this. You're welcome. Everything okay, Michael? trying to figure something out (laughs) (laughs) yeah so when did you start your podcast Sarah 2020 (laughs) um I'd say a couple of years because it really started in 2019 it was one of those that was hard to hit publish on felt so vulnerable and I was so anxious about it at first but it was good. It was a really good um, experience to hit the publish and to keep growing and going out of that 2020 space. And then, of course, the pandemic changed everything um, in some good ways. Hey, Jennifer. Good to see you. Yeah, my, uh, I started my podcast also in 2020. Uh, it's a, huh. I call it a pandemic baby. And, and it was born again, like you, um, different type of you know, trauma, yours is grief. And mine was more just mental uh, health and anxiety and trauma that I was going through and and still moving through. Um, So like you, it really helped me to process a lot of the repressed emotions. I'd never felt like I had 
anyone that really kind of understood that. And I think there's just a magical connection between yourself and the mic. Even if I do a solo episode or I have a guest um, kind of hearing their story, it's, it's an incredibly healing experience. And that's why I focus my talk all around that, because I think people don't think of podcasting that way. Right. They think of either like a crime drama or like a self-help. Um, but I think it can also be an incredibly healing experience, um, especially with like digital technology and all the distractions uh, and kind of this concept that I love recently called digital dopamine, right? Like so, um, social media, like Facebook, Instagram, it's so busy. And to me, when I click on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and it's just you and, and the voice, right? Inside of your ears, you can take it outside, you can go for a walk in nature. Um, It's literally been invaluable for me. Uh, And before I even started my show, listening to other shows uh, back in 2015 inspired me to step away from many toxic situations in my life that I was tolerating. Um, I was 80 plus pounds overweight. I was working in a job that was causing me daily panic attacks and and depression. Uh, And so I'm just, again, very passionate now that I get to give back. Um, and helping other right podcasters as well be able to share their voice uh, and do the same, right? Kind of creating this butterfly effect. Very cool. I'm finally back. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. I that. wanted to give you time and space to get going. <laughs> you know, I, I got a new computer. I got a Mac M1. And my understanding is there's some issues between the, the Mac M1 software and the Zoom app which is theoretically coming through here. Well, now I'm seeing what they're talking about. I had to like go out and come back in three or four different times and kept getting a message saying, this may or may not work. And if it doesn't work, just refresh and keep refreshing until you come on. So I'm here. Well, glad you're here. What is the M1? I still have a computer from 2015, my Mac. So I think it's time. uh, This M1 is a new desktop uh, version of the Mac. It's quicker, it's faster. The core processor is faster because I'm doing video now as well as the audio. Um, It processes things quieter and much more quickly. The CPU is an integrated CPU, so it shares the RAM differently, so everything moves faster. Um, But not not all the apps have caught up with it yet. Uh, you have to buy a separate monitor with it, so it's not like a desktop. I've been a Mac guy. Believe it or not, I bought my first Mac in 1984. Nice. It was a Macintosh 2. I wish I would have kept it. It was One just sold for like uh, $700,000. Wow. Yeah, my wife yelled at me. <laughs> Why did you not keep that? So, but anyway, so I'm sorry that I missed part of you guys' conversation. My apologies for all that. That's okay. I was getting to know uh, Sarah a little bit, and then Jennifer just joined us, and Peter is here. Let me let in Peter. Um, do you want to introduce yourself, Michael, for anyone that maybe missed your talk this yeah. morning? For you guys that may have missed my talk this morning, uh, if you were there, thank you very much for joining me. I appreciate it. Uh, I am the host and producer of One More Thing Before You Go, and basically it's a podcast about uh, life, life and death and everything in between. Uh, we give the opportunity to talk about uh, what we're talking about now, uh, the hard things that other people that other people don't want to talk about. Uh, we talk about loss and we talk about triumph over tragedy, um, like Jessica did in her presentation this, uh, this morning, actually, when she talked about rape victims and molestation victims and so forth. Uh, we, we kind of talk people through that as well. 
Um, that's only one portion of my podcast. That's how it started, but it's evolved into something much bigger since then. But basically it gives people an opportunity to be able to say what they didn't get to say when they lost somebody uh, or or talk through it. So that's kind of where, where my podcast comes from. It is a passion that I've had since uh, I lost my father when I was uh, very young. I was uh, 15 years old and uh, we lost him unexpectedly to uh, cancer and um, it uh, kind of left a void in my life for a really long time and when I became a police officer uh, I was with many unfortunately and fortunately and unfortunately it's a double-edged sword uh, with people who had uh, passed on and didn't have anybody while they passed on and except for me being there and asking me to deliver messages and and things like that to loved ones or knocking on the door and telling somebody that somebody had passed away. So one more thing before you go was kind of born from that. Thank you so much for sharing, Michael. Absolutely. Jennifer, would you, and I see Peter just joined us. Hello, Peter. Good to see you. Hi, Hi Peter. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I liked your costume this morning. Thank you. Um, Jennifer, if you feel comfortable, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself and your podcast? Oh, we can't hear you. Can you guys hear? You're unmuted. Somehow your mic maybe isn't connected if you go to the preferences. Zoom preferences. I've been hearing that there's been a lot of problems with running through Huba with these meetings this time. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, this is hosted on my Zoom, so of course I had to post it in the Huba app to make sure everybody can find it. But. Right. Well, maybe while you're figuring it out, um, Peter, would you like to say hello? To yes. You? Hello, everyone. I'm Peter from Malaysia. So right now it's 3.49 a.m. Oh my goodness, it's late. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the session. So uh, throughout the session, yeah, learned a lot from you all, yeah. Nice, nice. And you have a show as well? You want to tell us about that? Yeah, my show is about uh, startup. Uh, so I interview entrepreneurs uh, and business owner to share their story to inspire the uh, startup owner nice nice and he's been with pod you've been to podfest three times now peter yeah yes i think last year since last year march yeah yep yeah that's around when i joined i joined last right after i started my podcast i did vidfest first um presentation Techie presentation on Member Vault, and then I did the uh, mental health talk last year as well. The same, but a little bit different. So, great talk this morning, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's it's what I'm most passionate about. Um, just the whole concept of how to have hard conversations, because I just think that there's a lot of topics that are very taboo, or people just they don't touch at all on social media. Um, on, in, even in podcasting and definitely in conversation out in the real world. And I just think the more we can create spaces like this and just even open that door, right? Even just to bring up the concept of 
how to have a hard conversation, right? A lot of people don't even know how to do that. Um, and what are kind of the first steps, you know, how do you approach, right, somebody that is still in a sensitive space and is experiencing trauma uh, and how to make somebody feel safe. And I think that's why a lot of people tread lightly when it comes to that, you know, because it's hard, right? It's fun and easy to talk about strategy and Instagram and funnels, right? Um, I'll be doing that next week, but but my real passion lies in this because that's not spoken about often, right? Instagram is, is overloaded, right? With content and speakers and, you know, and so I think the more we can have, right? That's why I called it speaking the unspoken, right? What are we not talking about that the world needs, you know? And that's why I felt compelled to even share the study of 3,300 doctors surveyed you know, post pandemic, what is our biggest non public health issue, right? And 83% said mental health, right? Depression, anxiety, it's grief, right? It's all, it's all one and the same trauma, right? Big T trauma, little T trauma, collective ancestral trauma. Um, it's all just very important and, and not talked about enough. And like you, Sarah, it's, it's been a process for me to even be able to say it the way I say it now. I know sometimes it seems like it just rolls off my tongue, um, but it's just years of, of speaking up. You know, I grew up in a home where I was silenced most of the time, not intentionally by my parents, but I just was silenced all around. And I felt like, who am I? Like, I'm a writer. I'm just meant to be behind the screen, you know, writing the script. And children growing up used to tell me that, but there was just a piece of me that felt like I needed to exercise this. I needed to share in a different way that you can't convey, right, in written form. I think speaking, right, just has its own uh, energy. And so this has really been a, a process for me. And PodFest uh, last year was my first time really public speaking in this forum. I've done a lot of like community talks or I do group coaching, right? Intimate with like 10 to 15 people, but speaking right on a stage or virtual stage uh, is really new to me. And so. Well, and it's, it's a subject, unfortunately, that's not talked about enough. It's taboo. I mean, it shouldn't be taboo. Depression, anxiety, um, anger, uh, the loss, death. Uh, those are all subjects. Trauma, like I said, they're all subjects that uh, we typically, at least in America, I don't know how it is in Malaysia, uh, Peter, and you could probably enhance upon that, but it's just not talked about here. You know, if somebody's got depression, you, you don't talk about it. If somebody's got anxiety, you don't talk about it. They're afflicted or they've got an issue or a problem and it's kept quiet. And a lot of families are embarrassed um, by the fact that somebody in the family suffers from depression. Um, uh, my wife is treated for depression. My, uh, we have a daughter that's being treated for depression and, and ADHD. Um, and, and typically, in, and I was brought up in that kind of a f environment myself, in a Catholic environment, actually. So I'm not, and when I say this, I'm not trashing Catholic, Catholic religion, don't get me wrong. But it, it's a very strict, you know, upbringing where you don't talk about this, you don't talk about that. Just deal with it. Keep it a secret. Don't tell anybody. You know, nobody outside the house is supposed to know what's going on. And I think that um, the availability and the opportunity to share other, let people out there know that you're not alone, that it, it is normal to have depression. It is normal to have anxiety. It is normal to be able to deal with a situation um, that you have a hard time dealing with. It, it, it's normal to have those feelings. It's normal to act that way. Um, 
and to be that way or to to have depression or anxiety or be uh, uh, diagnosed with it in such a matter that it, it's not um it's not like uh, you know and i don't want to say this in the wrong way i grew up with alcoholic parents so when people come out and say i'm an alcoholic well i'll go get some help right you got 10 spots at program you can go get rehab you can go get this you can go get that but when people talk about depression it's shh, don't tell anybody that you know and i think that that the it, at least at least on my podcast i know in your podcast it gives an opportunity for people to talk about that so that it gets it out in the open it gets to to say that you're not alone it's okay that you've got this it's okay that you're working on it and that there is there is and there are methodologies that can help you through it and there are people that can help you through it absolutely well wow. I, i had goosebumps um and i related especially michael to what you said that's very prevalent now i feel like right the whole concept of gaslighting right like you're fine or everything's fine or right you tell someone and they kind of because of their own discomfort detract from whatever you're experiencing right but but it's a completely human experience i actually think everyone suffers to a degree right some of us more right varying degrees with from anxiety and depression right there's there's different exactly. levels these so like you said just like alcoholism right there's a five step process and we come out and we say i'm an alcoholic it's okay to say that we're not okay it's okay i i tell people all the time on my podcast i suffer and my clients and my students i suffer from depression almost every day i wake up every day just really working through whatever's going on in my mind and, and there's just no way about that and sometimes my husband doesn't really understand he's like oh you're fine or this and and sometimes it feels like again that repression right that i remember from childhood it was just like not not like i need to be quiet but like you're okay it's kind of just like a stuffing down of of reality and the only way to really move through it is to get it out like physically you have to get it out and that's why speaking about it writing it down like some form of creative expression right that allows you to really exercise that that throat chakra right to really just exercise that voice um is incredibly healing like whatever it is that has been suppressed has to come out right or it it physically creates toxicity in the body right it it moves into your heart that's why we have feelings right and emotions or we feel like that stuckness and then it moves through the body and so to me there's nothing more important than mental health because that's really the catalyst for everything else if that is not treated it filters through the body into physical illness well part of part of it and i'm sure that everybody in the group here can understand part of it part of understanding it managing it is is admitting it and when you can admit it and i'm sure we've all gone through depression when some of you know my story some some don't i recognize a couple of faces in here but um i was injured in line of duty I uh was told by five doctors I would never walk again. I spent time in a wheelchair. I had two two daughters I needed to raise or help raise. Um I had uh been uh in charge of a team of individuals that got taken away from me. Um I went from a person that was in charge, a person that was um people looked up to, uh my guys, I thir- team of 13 that I, you know, they were my guys. Uh to having to have without being blunt but to have my wife walk me to the bathroom um it's very humbling i went through depression i went through anger i went through denial i went through every aspect of that and the first thing that when i had gotten some help in regard to overcoming all this 
uh, the first thing that I was told was you have to acknowledge it. And I think that society today doesn't allow us to acknowledge it. And it doesn't allow us to acknowledge it publicly. And, uh, you know, talking on a podcast or being able to communicate is a more effective key to helping us understand why we feel the way we do, why we um, act the way we do because of the way we feel, and how we can then manage those feelings in a very positive way because your health, including your mental health, can be managed in a very positive way. Just the first step is acknowledging and then acceptance instead of denial and then working towards a plan to strategically help you grow with it. Absolutely. Um, it reminds me of an acronym. I don't know if any of you have heard of uh, Tara Brock. She's a motivational speaker and an author as well. Uh, she has an acronym called RAIN, which stands for recognize, allow, investigate, and nurture. Right. So if you think about whatever you're feeling or you're experiencing, right, whether that's meditation or just any other creative outlet through your podcast, like Michael said, recognize, right? That's that R acknowledge, right? That's kind of just that first way of getting it out there. Even sometimes saying it out loud is an incredibly healing experience because like Michael said, society condones that, right? Or they don't offer the forum to be able to do that. I mean, do you all know there's a mental health awareness month? Cause it's not really publicized much on social media. There's a couple of stickers whenever I post something mental health related that say it's okay to not be okay or mental health matters, right? But if you look up a lot of these other big issues in the world, those kind of take front and center. And so it's always made me curious why why that is, right? Is it because, and this is just me, I'm always a very uh, inquisitive soul. Is it because it's such a big topic and it's something that can't easily be diagnosed, right? Through a step that maybe, right, the world just feels it's too much to touch. Um, Because I believe everybody wants kind of a quick fix, right? And mental health is something that most of us maybe live with with our entire lives, right? It can get better, it can get worse, right? We go through episodes, um, but I don't really think it's something that ever completely goes away. It's just part of the human experience. I agree with that. Um, Does anybody else have any input? Would you like to talk about anything in particular your your podcast itself or how you bring what your experiences to the to the podcasting universe uh, can you hear me now yes i can hear you now okay i had to get in and come back and i'm sorry go out and come back in i'm i'm sorry i'm jennifer and just a few things i've heard from each and every one of you it fills my soul with happy joy because oh my god we're having the conversation on mental health so this is very important to me as well my podcast is not as crazy as you think podcast and i wrote a book and then COVID happened and i still hadn't gotten my agent and i was like oh my god what am i going to do the the publishing industry is going to like collapse on itself and i have no you know this is like this was my whole drive so I decided to create the podcast at the end of 2020 and so this is I'm coming up on my year anniversary um so I've just been my podcast is about mental health and mental illness and um I come at it from a very particular perspective some people call me radical I say 
you know, there's a lot of people out there and we all have a different way of uh, approaching this, this matter. And I do believe that one of the reasons why I say there's not enough movement behind a mental health um, acknowledgement, admitting to ourselves or sharing, oh, you know, we have problems with mental illness. It's because of the stigma and the stigma, I believe personally, and again, this is where I come from, is because a lot of what's offered to people is um, traditional Western psychiatry. And while that's, and again, no judgment on anybody who's taking medication or feels that they want to go down that traditional course of action to, for treatment, but there are lots of different opportunities for you to go about healing uh, that are alternative. And um, that's really not pushed enough. And I do believe if that was pushed more, people wouldn't be so afraid. And I'll tell you why they're afraid, because a, 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 pers uh, a person's background like my own, which was horrendous because I was labeled very young at 22 uh, with a very severe label, and I had a near-death near experience and they didn't believe me. So I became a delusional, you know, person after that. And from that point on, I had these experiences where I was in and out of the states of consciousness. And many shamanic cultures would say, hey, you know, like this is what we go through. These are gifted people. These are not mentally ill people. But there is a whole huge sect of, popula of the population who are being labeled with the worst of these disorders. And yes, we need assistance. We need something. But we don't need to be told that we're completely abnormal, that our biology is faulty, that we will never heal, that this is this was the narrative of the professional help that was given to me throughout the course of my entire life. And they still have the same narrative. So yes, I come from it from a particularly critical perspective but in my podcast I do offer alternatives I have a therapist you know I have a dream therapist I have a naturopath I have all these people who I interview a medical marijuana doctor another alternative um, route there's psychedelic medicine now so yes I and creativity I'm an artist so it's all about pushing these alternatives out there I do really 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 believe the more people would get help if other courses of action were given to them. So that's basically where I come from. And I thank all of you because you're all doing it. You're all doing it. And it's so exciting. Man, Jennifer, can you tell us since we didn't get, uh, what is the name of your podcast again? Please? Not as crazy as you think. As crazy as you think. Yeah. Chat. Um, if everybody has a link or they want to type their name of the podcast in the chat, um, I can take a screenshot and make sure that everybody receives each other's information. So we can stay in touch. This is an amazing discussion. And Jennifer, I, you could see my head couldn't stop nodding. I, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> a lot of my presentation was about that, about bridging, you know, Eastern versus Western. Um, I brought in the documentary. I don't know if you've seen it, Meeting the Beatles in India. It's one of the best documentaries. I mean, the Beatles is my favorite band and, you know, how they wrote 40 something plus songs at their time in the ashram, right? Because it was really the yes. first time in the late 60s that yogic tradition, right, the Eastern traditions were introduced to the Western world. 
And the fact that it's still 2021 and so much of this is taboo or woo-woo, um, to me, I think is crazy because that's how we can heal ourselves. As you said, naturally, I'm with you a thousand percent. It's literally everything I preach about. I've had astrologists on my podcast. I've had a human design expert. Um, I've had a flute meditationist. Uh, sometimes they do live demonstrations on there. I pull tarot cards. I mean, it's that also has literally changed my life. And so that's a medium that I think also is this kind of taboo that I like to bring to my podcast as, as an alternative right way of healing and thinking about the world. So that's amazing. I'm so thrilled because let me just share the near death experience I had. I had on the way home from India and I went to India because of the Beatles. <laughs> So these things do drive us and they're very, you know, important. And thank you so much. My gosh, I'm so thrilled that there's someone else out there that's pursuing these alternative. We have a couple of things in common. I'm old enough to really understand the Beatles because I grew up with them. So (laughs) I love that. I'm trying to get my link here. It's not letting me. There we go. There's a little slow. Who else do we have in here? So, Peter, will you want to talk a little bit about your podcast, Peter? Yeah, I, I, I just shared that just now. So, it's uh, more on the interview base to for, for the entrepreneurs. For entrepreneurs? Uh, yeah, you and yeah. I have spoken um, last year, I think. You and I had a conversation. Yeah, yeah a couple of different conversations, actually. Mm. Um, the uh, The... You talk to people from just in the uh, Asian area or all over the world? Uh, when I start, it's uh, more on Malaysia. Now, it's, uh, my guess is more on the US, UK side, yeah. From that side. So it's grown yeah. quite extensively. Right. That's interesting. Um, do you talk... What is, your, what is your perspective on mental health? How is it treated in, in Malaysia or in, in Asia, for anywhere in Asia? Yeah, in Asia also, as, as you say, it's also a ta- ta- taboo that uh, seldom talk to the your friend or, or other people. So still, especially in the school, they a lot of students, they still, although they study it online, currently study online, but a lot, a lot of discretion as well. So uh, some of the school teachers try to, because they, they can't really physically uh, visit them, so they, through online, they try to counseling some students yeah i see so the yeah. is the do they use um more western type based medicine to treat people with mental health or or do they yeah i think it's more on the western style yeah western style counseling and then through throughout the meditation yoga so usually they kind of combine both then yeah, come on, Western yeah. and Eastern medicine. Yeah, that's a good thing. I be- I believe in meditation. Uh, my wife actually have worked her way off of Buspar and a couple other different medications uh, with meditation and with diet and uh, with uh, uh, qigong. Actually, we practice yeah. qigong together, and she's been able to uh, alleviate those medications and no longer on them. So I I believe in them believe in those methodologies so well Great. thanks Peter yeah. thank you Peter yeah I, I love Qigong 
um, it's a really beautiful practice. There's actually a community. I, I had the founder on my show, Radha Agrawal. It's a community called Daybreaker. And she has a membership called Dose, and it's based on the science of movement, right? So whether that's dance, uh, she has Qigong, yoga, meditation, um, big dance parties, right? There's a variety for all, all ages and all uh, physical abilities to tap into na- activating those neurochemicals, right? Naturally. So dopamine, oxytocin, uh, serotonin, and endorphins. And so Qigong is, is a big practice of that and something I actually teach in one of my courses. So I love Qigong. Qigong has helped get me, uh, that's my main form of exercise, actually. Yeah. I mean, I said earlier about being in a wheelchair. I, uh, some of you know I'm not, but the ones that don't know, I, I am not in a wheelchair. I literally literally am not in a wheelchair so it is uh, Qigong is very beneficial for me from a not only a mental standpoint but a physical standpoint as well it works it works it works so does anybody else have any input anybody else want to take the floor hey Paula good to see you I know Paula has joined us recently would you like to talk and share with us about your show sorry i was talking forgetting that i was muted <laughs> oh it's okay i do that all the time <laughs> hey guys um hi peter hi michael hi jessica amazing presentations um jessica and michael loved it thank you and um thank you my- my podcast is called Talk Shit with P, where basically um, people just come and talk shit about whatever shit they're feeling. And it has turned into a movement where I've had conversations with my sister where she shared a struggle with pregnancy. So eventually it comes back to mental health because when I started my podcast, I started it during uh, COVID and I did it because I was getting into my depression side because of everything being shut down, not having anything. I suffer with depression. I've known that. Um, and when I started suffering with depression, um, I started a movement called Life with Paula, where I started sharing my journey with depression because I'm technically from Tanzania. And if you know anything about Africa, we do not talk about mental health. We don't care about depression or anxiety or nothing. So it was a good movement because I found that even some of my friends were dealing with shit nobody could talk about. My sister, my cousin's sister almost killed herself, swallowed pills because of anxiety. So that movement made people talk. So when I started my podcast, I started with uh, an episode where I really shared with the struggles with my depression during COVID. And I think that made people feel safe to talk about things because a lot of people started reaching out. And I've had episodes where my sister talks about her pregnancy and postpartum and how people don't share the other side of pregnancy. They just share the good journey about it. I've had my brother who was... um, is a recovering addict also shared his journey and how mental health took a play, play on it and I've had different conversations with people and I always make a 
a way that whatever we talk about, because I've had episodes about Amazon, I've had episodes about hair, like it, it's really can't talk shit, whatever shit you want to talk about. So, but I always end up asking, bringing the topic, asking people, um, do you suffer with mental health? If you do, um, what is it? What helps you? I talk about self-care. And so, yeah, that's pretty much my history and my podcast about mental health i'm a big advocate and even last year um it's funny because me and jessica every most of our presentations always end up aligning together last year my my case study presentation with podcast was about how uh podcasting served my mental health and to be honest that's how i feel because I was going through a rough tunnel when everything shut down. All I was doing was just drinking, not wanting to wake up, not wanting to shower. Like all I did was drink, black out, and just forget everything because everything in the news was hectic and my country wasn't handling it at all and worrying about my parents and everything. So my head, and I'm an overthinker, so my head was just... So alcohol was the way to ease the pain. So eventually somebody was like, yo, Paula, start a podcast. And the excitement of it and doing it and having those conversations and just people coming and sharing that just gave me a purpose. So I really do believe podcasting saved my mental health. And yeah, I like spreading the word. Um, I, if you go on my Instagram, half of the time I'm talking about mental health or self-care, like it's part of me, part of my journey, and I'm glad that we are constantly having these conversations. Yeah, that's fantastic. I need to say from my personal perspective, obviously you guys know I talk about podcasting with a purpose. Each one of you that I've heard and listened from, that's exactly what we're talking about. You brought your passion in podcast with a purpose. You talk to people with a purpose, and that purpose is worldwide. And we can see that with the individuals that are in this room, that it is worldwide. And you all, all have a purpose of sharing positivity and answers and camaraderie and humanity and compassion and education in bringing people forward in a very positive way. So thank you. I, I appreciate the fact that you all do that. Thank you. And uh, let me say this. Uh, when you're actually podcasting with a purpose, like when, when you're actually enjoying it and it's your passion, like for that, I only started thinking about monetizing or making like after my podcast just turned a year. It's going to be two years in April. But even until now, I'm not really concentrated as much into it. Yes, eventually I wanted to make money for me. Don't, don't get that twisted. But for the first one year like people are asking me are you making money are you doing this i'm like how are your downloads how are your numbers i'm like i don't care all i care is honestly if i love this i love what i'm doing the conversations i'm having and even if i have five downloads if somebody messages me telling me about this episode touched me or i felt something from this episode that is all i want I want someone out there to not feel alone because when I first realized, you know, depression has been there. Um, I, I I studied all over the world. I did five years in Malaysia for my undergrad. I've lived in Paris and Dubai. So I'm always constantly away from home. Um, traveling, everything. Eventually you feel so alone because your friends in every country you live, they're moving on. Everything is different. I'm constantly in a new place, making new people. So yes, I felt that loneliness or anything. By that age, you don't know if it's depression or what. You just take it, I'm homesick, you know, and all that. Then eventually being a grown-up, going through big moves and changes and everything, and it went really dark for me the first time. I, it actually hit me. 
and I was so scared to open up because I'm wondering that the few people I tried to talk about it as you said everybody is saying oh that's just nothing oh be thankful some people have it worse so I get it I know some people have it worse and I should be thankful but it is what I'm going through right now so i felt so alone that's why i ended up starting the life with polar movement and just sharing it with strangers on and then it became into a we ended up making a group uh on whatsapp so people like if you just wanna come up and just share whatever and just have a support system that actually understands what you're going through and encourage you and that's what was like yes somebody out there doesn't feel like they're alone or they're going through this alone and that was what that's what I want my podcast to to mean and and that's why my case study this time is about how not niching down helped empower people to own their stories and almost people come on my podcast get to be their authentic self and just share whatever the fuck they want i don't care if a dog you're scared of dogs or whatever and you want the people to know that's that's your feeling and it's valid so come in and share it so yeah that's brilliant Oh, love it. I got to get you on my show, Paula. We've been talking for over a year now. <laughs> I know. We were supposed to have a clubhouse session when clubhouse was still there. He supposed to have a live session, but just so we're going to do it. I'm up for whatever. Just shoot me a message. You know exactly how to get in touch with me. <laughs> yes, yes, we talk on Instagram. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I love her energy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it, Paula. And I appreciate you. I mean, really for what you bring back to the world. I, thank you. It, it's not done enough. There's not enough compassion and humanity in the world. And uh, you and Jennifer and Sarah and Peter and um, Sarah, uh, everybody here, you, you all uh, you all deserve a, uh, a kudos for uh, bringing positivity into people's lives. You too, Michael. From the first time I had you last year, you you um I had you speak for the first time, and it was this same presentation. So even this time when I said, I was like, yeah, it's your story, the way you shaped, and everything you overcome, and how you still keep. It's impressive, and so kudos to you too. I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So let's talk about let's talk about purpose. You, we just talked about that, right? Um, you and I just talked about that purpose in in your podcasting. It seems to me like each one of you have got purpose in your podcasting. Is there anything you think you're missing? Sorry, can you repeat that question again? Oh, this I'll is for everybody. Yeah, this is for for any but for everybody out there. Is you guys all podcast with a purpose. I, 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 everything that you've just said, each one of you, you each have a purpose for podcasting. You each have a passion and you've aligned that passion. Um, like I talked about in, in the thing this morning. So um, with regard to that, do you actually forgot my question? <laughs> you you it, asked if, if you feel that there's it was a the, uh, thing on your... The martini. Oh my gosh, you're so smart. I should have had a glass of wine. <laughs> Next time. I got bubbles, but it's not alcoholic. Uh, that's funny. I said, you guys, is there anything you think you're missing um, in your podcast that you feel that, uh, that uh, maybe we can help you fill that void? Is there anything missing in your podcast or what you're trying to deliver to the audience that maybe we can help you with? 
Well, I'd like to just say, you know, I mean, when I started, I didn't know who to interview. And so I was doing just people who I was connected with and friends and, you know, having them talk about things. And But I feel like where I need to reach out more, and, and I know that, I, you know, I was plugging into other um, sessions and stuff who were talking about this, but I feel like getting guests who are even more, uh, I guess, you know, they have a lot of legitimacy. I have a few, you know, over the, over the course of the year that I've gotten, but again, they were, they were connections in some way, doctors I knew, or like, I'm in the middle of starting the emailing and reaching out more. And, you know, I have enough episodes now where I feel like I can say I'm established, even though my downloads are, you know, I haven't worked as well either with trying to get more listeners because I've been creating the material. So it's hard because like you want to make sure you have enough material and then you can reach out to people, even if you don't have the downloads, but it's, so I'm at that point where how do you get, you know, people to like be interested? I know that again, this is so randomly huge a question and it's been discussed in many ways, but if you guys had any input. Well, I, um, I would be happy to kind of start that off. It, it, the first thing I would tell you is this. It, people, when you start out in this industry, people always try to emphasize your downloads, your downloads, your downloads, how many downloads you have. Um, you know, Paula brought it up uh, and it, it's been brought up throughout this whole uh, event already about downloads, downloads, downloads. Downloads don't matter as much as content in the niche that you're in. If you have the right niche, then you connect with an audience and that audience can be 10 people, 20 people, 50 people, 100 people, or 1,000 people. What, whatever it is that you connect with, the fact that you have an audience that continuously comes back every week is important. So downloads, although yes, downloads, everybody wants to say, I've got 10,000 downloads, I've got 15,000 downloads, 20,000 downloads. That comes, that comes with, I mean, I've been doing this for, just under two years and I have about 10,000 downloads. Okay. So in doing and in building that audience, that audience is very specific to me. So although I've got 10,000 downloads and some people say, well, I got 50,000 downloads, but the 50,000 downloads you have may not be unique to your niche. They're just people that listen to it once and left. My 10,000 downloads are very loyal to me. So what I would do is, no matter no matter the amount of downloads that you've got, and you're you're trying to reach out to um, to get more downloads or to get more to, to to vet better speakers for content. Get better speakers. Okay. Because I feel so, like maybe they're influenced by that. I, I would and not. If I don't, you know, you know. Typically, people are not when you go after a, a guest, for example. What I would do, at least my recommendation would be because I, I've done the same thing and I've made the mistakes that other people have made. I've said yes to everybody in the beginning. And I went back and regretted some of that because I went, wow, I really don't want to put this episode up because it really is not value to my audience. Um, I don't know if you saw the part my my presentation this morning. You've got to bring value to your audience. And the bringing value would be either your own expertise, your own academic or your own experience, and or those around you that have the experience of the academics in order to bring value to your your people. So in doing that, kind of evaluate what 
what your goal is in regard to um, what what content you're building. So if you're building out content for the next three or two months or three months, I don't know how far out you plan, but if you build a, a list, I'm going to do this. You know, how often do you podcast? Um, I try to stick to weekly. It's been dropping a little, probably uh, two to three a month. Okay, consistency is important. So yeah. try to try to stay with your once a week because you'll lose audience if if you don't yeah. because there's people will go oh well she didn't post this week and they'll move on to somebody else and they'll forget about mm-hmm. you. So try to stay consistent. Even if you come on and talk yourself for about twenty or thirty minutes to say hey this is important. This is something. I just wanted to drop you a quick line. Blah 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 blah. Put something out there. In vetting people. Um, what I would do, if you're looking more for experience, then you can join groups um, on Facebook. I would put, or Instagram, or Twitter, and I would put out that you're looking for guests to fill a specific need, but be very specific. Don't do broad. I just want to hear people um, that have mental health issues. Don't, don't go that broad, because you'll end up with about 50 people that they're all going. Um, well, uh, I know about mental health issues because I wrote a book. Well, that's great, but if you want to talk about your experience or whether or not you... I'm muted. Did Michael freeze for everybody? Yeah. Okay, I thought it was just me. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, you're frozen. I can't um, even hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but I can't yeah, hear I... Michael. Yeah, I think his uh, his computer froze. Hmm. Um, well, while we're waiting for him to come back, I shared um, going along with what Michael said and finding some of the right guests. Um, I've just been typing in the chat some resources. It was actually on my slide in this morning's presentation, some of these resources. Um, feel free to reach out to me. I'm a wealth of resources as, as far as finding aligned guests. I actually have the opposite problem. I don't have enough time slots to fill the applications that I've gotten. Amazing stories, amazing people. Like I said, I've had big influencers uh, like Radha Agrawal. I've had HGTV stars. And then I've had people that, you know, are just starting out or just want to get their voice out. Right. So I, I don't discriminate. I just, Jennifer, I always look for a good story and just feel in, in my intuition uh, who I feel would be a really valuable guest. Um, so I put in the chat, uh, the OSA collective, which I actually just joined. There's like a membership form to join and it's an amazing community. We actually just had our first welcome session this week. Uh, there's podcasters from all over the globe. I think they're, um, 60% us based, but the others, uh, is a global reach. Um, I also put quilt. I mentioned that in my talk this morning, it's similar to clubhouse, but more self-care and spiritual focused, which I think maybe more up your alley. Um, you kind of go on there. A lot of times I just go and listen in on conversations and make connections with people. Just, I enjoy hearing them talk. So I want to have them on my show or, or vice versa. I ask if I can be a guest and do like a pod swap. Um, and then I also put, Michael said, Facebook groups. I put the women in podcasting club. I know that's not maybe for you, Peter, or Michael, but um, maybe they'll accept you in, but it's also a wonderful group as well that does like pod swap or um, even guests. There was an idea they mentioned in OSA this week, which I thought was really creative. 
doing like intake outtake swaps. So let's say, you know, I could record a short intro or you, Jennifer, about your podcast and I would put that on my show and vice versa. Then you would take an intake and promote me on your show. Um, and that would be a way to not only find aligned guests, but again, to leverage, right, both of the audiences, right, of yourself uh, and your guest. And that, of course, will help your numbers grow. But like everybody said, I, I don't focus on that. Um, and Paula said as well, monetizing, like, you know, I have a business, right? So that's sort of indirect monetizing. But right now, I just love it so much that I just don't want to take away from that by focusing so much on all of the tangible stuff. It's really just... It's such an emotional experience for me. Uh, like I said, whether it's guests or just me by myself recording an episode um, that I just, yeah, I love it so much. I don't want to detract from that focus. Sometimes, you know, when you're so strategic, it kind of takes away, I think, the spirit, right, of why you're doing what you're doing. So can I add on, on, on to Jennifer's question? Yeah. Um, also, um, I've realized something um, I know I, I, I with if you're on Instagram and you do Instagram a lot, most people um are concentrating on followers and likes. But um, I realized recently the most important thing is engagement, and it's amazing how uh, when you engage with uh, and when I say engagement, even on uh, Facebook groups that you're in, not uh, putting your links or anything like if they say something, responding back and just talking, you find out that one of those people actually has a very interesting story because sometimes a conversation ends up going into an inbox and some others are Jessica and me also from from how first last time on a presentation, I said something, she said something, we started talking and eventually we came up with, let's work together. Our timing has just not been there, but I've had conversations with people on my, um, who would comment something because of what I posted and I'll ask them deeper and I'll be like, do you want to move this to the inbox? Or I'll just go into the inbox and respond to them deeper and we're going to a conversation and you find out they have this story to share, which is amazing and you want them. So that also helps engaging with the people who you have because you never know. Yes, yeah. Thank you, Paula. I talked about that again this morning and I DM everyone. And I know that's a lot of time and energy, but like I said, I do this because I love it. So it doesn't feel like work to me. Like I am so intrigued by everyone here, by everyone I talk to online. Like, what is your story? Like Paula said, and, and just in having a normal conversation, again, not being focused on, are you following me? Like for life, yeah. right? You really get the soul of, of who you're talking to. And that's, again, how I found a lot of my guests too, right? Through Quilt, through Clubhouse, through Instagram, just conversations. Anytime somebody comments, I always comment back and they say, oh, I really love this post. Well, what did you love about it? Or I love this episode. You know, well, what really spoke to you? What, you know, what do you remember from the episode that you want to take through uh, in your life? And then I get to know them, you know, how did this touch you? And how is your story connect to mine? And that's another really beautiful way to just find connections. Most of my guests actually do come from Instagram. That's why I'm doing the talk next week <laughs> about Instagram. And I'm going to talk exactly about that. That's how I found all my guests, even Radha Agarwal, um, some bigger influencers. I'm still trying to get Leanne Rhymes on my podcast. Um, I got to work with her coach. I mentioned that this morning. He was my mentor and I met him because he's, he was a guest on her podcast. And I just DM'd him and I was like, this episode really changed my life. It was all about like the masculine and feminine energy and past trauma. 
And I reached out and sure enough, I got to working with him and I had him as a guest on my show. So just to know that Leanne Rimes and I have shared the same guest, it's not even about her publicity, but I've listened to her since I was a young child <laughs> and I saw it and I know a lot about her personal story and struggles through mental health as well. Um, that's why she was a contestant on The Masked Singer. I don't know if anybody's watched that show, but a lot of the contestants have a story as to why they want to wear the mask, right? They don't want to be judged based on their persona or who they are, right? Whether they've had a troubled past or a successful past. And it's just all these stories of kind of this alter ego, right? That they get to be on stage with. Um, and she's just a beautiful, her podcast is called Holy Human. It's another really good show. Also to add on to that, um, it's funny, um, since I started podcasting, I've been so proud to announce I'm a podcaster. So I have a local bar where I hang out a lot. So anybody will be listening or will be talking, you know, when people are drinking, they just share, especially when it's a strangers, they're sitting next to a bar, they never know if they'll see them or what. And if it's an interesting story or just a mental health, I'll be like, oh my God, I actually have a podcast. If you ever want to share your story, let's talk more, you know. And, and, and half of them have come. I've gone to a free market and I was helping a friend set up and do a first sell of our merchandise. And I was like, let me just walk around and see what other people are doing to, to help you. And as I was walking around, I found this guy who wrote a book called... Um, kind of like Adam and Heath but a different version and I asked him what the book was about and he told me it was like um, men don't talk about mental health and this is my story my struggle for mental health I have a son I want him to be able I was like oh my god this is amazing can I have your card do you ever want to be on a podcast I have a podcast so anyway you go and you just start conversation with somebody you know just drop that in <laughs> I love that. I saw a shirt once online. I was going to buy it. It said something like, hey, I'm a podcaster. Or something like that. And it's like a conversation starter, right? If you go to a bar, somebody's like, oh, my God, do you have a podcast? What's the name of your show? I didn't buy the shirt. But it, now that you mentioned it again, I'm like, that's a good idea. It's a conversation. And anytime you say I'm a podcaster or I have a podcast, they get excited to hear more about it they'd be like oh my god for it how did you do it what do you do what do you? so that gives you an opening like i talk about this this they might it might not be them who, who have a story but they'll say oh my god my friend is going through this i'll tell about you or something oh well listen i met um this guy at the same free market i met um keith from living single i don't know if you guys ever watched living single but um so I went to go to his table to say hi and to get a picture. And one of his friends was sitting there and was like, wait, I know you. I'm like, how would you know me? Like, you're with Keith, you know? It's like, I follow you. You talk shit with me, right? I was like, what? Wait, you follow me? It's like, yes, I've actually been meaning to message you. I'd like to come on your show. I was like, yes, please do. I'm like, this guy who's hanging out with Keith from Living Single is following me on Instagram, talk shit with me. And it was a moment and I don't even... I think I have 700 followers. My following is more than my followers. So don't worry about the followers, the download. If your story is authentic and people like, like you're just authentic and your story is authentic, they'll share their story. Like, and join some Facebook groups. Yes, yes. Amen. Thank you, Paul. If everyone wants to pop in uh, their Instagram or their uh, social media handles, Facebook, um, feel free to do that. I have a bunch of different uh, clubs that I'm in online podcasting. I can't remember them off the top of my hand, but I'll send those to you. They're great resources and they have certain theme days where it's like, share your favorite episode, share your show, 
And again, that's a really great place to connect. So, and of course, this beautiful pod fam that I'm so blessed to have found uh, last year. So um, I had an idea if you all are open because this is my Zoom room and I'm recording. Again, this is with your permission. Um, would you guys be open to me broadcasting this as an episode? And then you, okay or I can send you guys the recording and you can share it on yours. Kind of like- I'm okay with that. Send me a copy. I'm all for that. Okay, yeah. And I'll send you guys a copy if you want. I've done that with uh, guests before where I send them a copy and then they broadcast it on their show. Because um, I be did that with Wendy. What's that? I just had an episode recording with Wendy and the husband for their podcast. And I sent her the record because we did a Zoom and she was like, will you share the recording? I'm like, hell yeah, put it on your page and whatever. More people for me, more people for you. Exactly. That's what I was thinking, right? There's, you know, six of us in here. So six times the engagement downloads, whatever. And it's just an amazing conversation anyway. So that's really Absolutely. Jennifer, I hope we got your question answered. Welcome back, Michael. Go ahead. The stage is yours. No, I decided to tell Jennifer, I hope she got her question answered because I, I lost internet completely. Oh, I well, I thank like you. I got it from every. I got great information from everybody, including you, Michael. I heard a, a lot of what you said as well before you got caught off. Thank you so much. I and I, I, I'm so happy that I'm here right now because out of all the topics that could be highlighted, this was the one that meant most to me in the area of mental health. And this is like, we're able to really get together and discuss this topic. So I thank every single one of you. I'm walking away with a wealth of inspiration and and, um, focus. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer, Sarah, Peter, Paula, Michael. Thank you. This has really been amazing. Thank you. Uh, One more thing. So this year, this year for, uh, you know, May's Mental Health Awareness Month, this year for my uh, podcast I did, I interviewed a lot of different therapists because I'm a firm believer in therapy and uh, you need the help, you should. And again, as I said, I'm from Africa. They don't believe in talking to, to a stranger to get help. So I'm a, uh, and I just started myself therapy uh, two weeks ago. So Next year for mental health awareness, I just want to have, as, for the whole month, I normally do it like the entire month is just stories about mental health or whatever. So whoever is willing to work with me for next year to share their story, and I, I don't mind, you can use that episode as well on your show. Just hit me up on my Instagram or my email, ToxicRP. You can find me anywhere. Just write ToxicRP. And let's talk more about it. I love to have as many of y'all come and share your story if you're open with it. And let's just, you know, continue spreading the good word. That'd be great. I love that. Yeah, definitely in Jessica, I lost everything in the chat when the stuff went away. So if you could please copy me on all of those, I would really appreciate it. Yep, yep. I took screenshots and then at the end I'm going to actually save the whole transcript and then I'll either DM or find a way to post it so everybody can get uh, all the links and the comments in the chat. That would be great. Yeah, absolutely. Because again, this doesn't happen very often, so this has really been a complete joy uh, and honor to host. And and thank you, Michael. I reached out to see if he wanted to co-host this with me. Um, So thank you, Michael. It was convenient that our talks were back-to-back. Well, yeah, I really appreciate that and everything that you've done. We've, we've been connected for a little while now, and I really appreciate everything that you bring to the world. And um, I, uh, I'm, glad that, uh, I'm glad that we are here. Yeah, 
Well, thank you, everybody. I know we're a little little over an hour. I don't want to take everybody's time. Um, but let's yes, supposed to take one picture, one screenshot of everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to be you're supposed to be Lee right now you, you have to take a group screenshot oh I already did that but I'll take another one you didn't even know <laughs> we were not prepared how sure are we are you we look good in the first one you took you know yeah my, my swag gonna look good <laughs> all right you ready I'll do on the count of three all right one two Perfect. Yay. Thank you. It was nice meeting everybody. I enjoyed this. Thank you, Jessica and Michael, for hosting this and Absolutely. for your presentations. It's nice to see the ones that I have seen from past and the new ones that I have met. Um, I hope to see you guys throughout the rest of the conference here. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. We'll be doing another talk next uh, Wednesday at 2 p.m. Uh, Eastern. If any of you are interested, it's all about Instagram. So a little different focus, but. A little bit different. Yep. I'm doing one um, here on Hoover and Zoom Monday and Tuesday. You can find it in the uh, uh, the meetup section of Hoover. And it's basically the power of purpose and um, so forth, which you guys already kind of know. But if you're interested, uh, Monday and Tuesday both uh, will hosting in the afternoon perfect uh, so check out my case study presentation monday 7 15. i will be there 7 15 yeah. yeah okay perfect well the good thing about the case studies we don't present like you guys it's just gonna be it's, really? it's actually yeah. there but they just yeah so it's a it's a five minute presentation and it's about how uh Owning your story and niching made it possible for my show to be a safe space. So that's check valuable, it out. valuable input, valuable insight, and I will be there. Thank you I'll very much. <laughs> you guys take care. Thank you. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Shit Talkers, thank you for tuning in. Talk Shit Repeat now as a permanent home. Hoo-hoo! Make sure to visit www.talkshitrepeat.com for all podcast details. Also, we now have a premium section where it hosts uncut episode videos for $9.99 a month, which will be out on Sundays, two days before episode release date. New episodes come out every Wednesday and Fridays for part two, if available. <laughs> While you're at it, Talk Shit is available on all platforms and social media with the handle at Talk Shit Repeat. That's Talk, T-A-L-K, Shit, S-H-I-T, with W-I-T-H-P. Go ahead and follow us to stay connected and engaged with me. Also, if you're feeling generous, give us a review on Apple Podcasts or rate us on Spotify. You can also share a beer with me by buying me a beer on buymecoffee.com if you can't afford the premium. You can also join our mailing list by creating an account to get email updates from TalkShit with P. Be the first on the no-no. <laughs> Thank you for listening, sharing, and supporting in any way. Remember, we are on every fucking Wednesday. Let's shit talk. <laughs>